Resilience to Spiritual Awakening in 2012, one of the foundation-shaking realizations I had was much of the success and things that I had were predominantly achieved with fear at the helm of decision-making. And oh, were there levels to that shit. Welcome to episode one of Stars at Dawn podcast. This is your host, Kayleen Elizabeth. Today, I'm going to be sharing with you a beautiful soul, Ione Celeste Rivera. Her words and energy will likely melt your heart and put you into a space of ease and relaxation. Her wisdom goes far beyond her numerical years. She brings the science, the spirituality, and divine feminine self. Without further ado, let's welcome Ione Celeste Rivera. Hey, how are you doing, Yane? Good, how are you doing, girl? Good, I'm so excited to be talking with you right now. It makes me all warm and fuzzy. Oh, same. It's always a good time. Always, always good, uh, Juge. <laughs> <laughs> For sure, I agree 100%. I'm just so honored to have you on this call, and I just, I look back Uh, over the course of, I think it's been three years since we first met, and I just can't help but laugh uh, how our friendship came to be, because it's so, I feel like, in God's way of leading me to you, because you couldn't make this up if you tried, and so I just, uh, I wanted to share a story, so it was 2017, and my husband and I were living in this tiny little one-bedroom condo with Quincy, my oldest son. We like to call it our studio plus nursery. And I was like, it was one of those days, and I was just growing restless of living in such a small space with no yard and a toddler and a dog. And so in true Kayleen fashion, as I like to say, I went bigger, I went home, I became obsessive, and I started looking at all these like real estate properties, like what we could afford, which wasn't very much bigger than what we had. Um, And I came across this real estate agent. And so I inquired about some local listings and it wasn't, but a few minutes later, I was on the phone with this sweetest lady. Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong, but she had an English accent. Yeah, she's Scottish actually. Oh, Scottish. Okay. Thank you. She had a Scottish accent. Um, And we talked for about an hour, but the funny thing is, is we only talked for 10 minutes about real estate until she assured me that it wasn't the right time for me to purchase, (laughs) which I loved. And then we just talked about life. And so we ended up getting coffee a few times. And on one of our coffee dates is when she was like, you just have to meet my niece, uh, Celeste. I think just as how she was referring to you. She's like, she's just so, I don't know, look at this video of her. And it was like this video recording you had done for some project that you were doing. I, I don't know if it was like body, some type of like personal development. And I, I watched the video and she was just so proud. And she's like, I don't know what she's doing, but I just know you guys need to meet. And I was like, okay. And so we set up that coffee date. And I remember we met at Inflex Coffee yeah. um, in Golden Hill. And oh my gosh. <laughs> Right. I know. And, um, it's still there. (laughs) And I just remember we were talking and I just like felt like our hearts were connecting. And I was like, I feel like we're supposed to be connected. We're we're supposed to work together to change people's lives. And it was like such a philosophical conversation. And then since that point of time, we have essential oil together. We've formed a women's groups. We participated in one another's workshops and female gatherings. To be honest, it really just feels like we've been one another's anchor in our divine calling. Our first meeting all those years ago, to me,
me, it felt like it was the planting of a seed. And Anna, you're just such an incredible woman and your talents and your ability to channel your gifts, so powerful, um, transformational at the least. And I'm just so honored and excited to have this time and space to share with you today. Oh, I, I mean, I feel the same way about you. I mean, I think that's why we've resonated in our relationship together has blossomed in the way that it has. One, because I think we see, we see one another um, and we honor and respect one another. And um, it's just been such a beautiful, uh, I feel humbled to have witnessed you come alive in yourself in your most authentic way. And it's still unfolding and I feel so uh, humbled and blessed that I get to see you come into yourself and how that resonates in your family and and the people that you connect with and um, yeah it's just been a beautiful journey over the past couple of years to create and share with you. Yeah I agree I have like this huge smile plastered across my face I'm like oh yes (laughs) yes Um, yeah I feel the same way just again, witnessing your journey and just you just stepping into your power is so, so incredible. Um, And again, I'm humbled to be a part of that process. And for you to allow me to be a part of your journey is just a gift in itself. So thank you. And I would love for you to share a little bit about yourself and how you came to where you are today. Okay. So I am currently a holistic pleasure coach. So through my journey that I'll be talking about right now, I'll let you know what that is (laughs) because it's like holistic pleasure coach. What is that? My journey basically informs that the work that I do now. So I'm a Southern California girl born and raised. Uh, I am of Mexican uh, descent. I'm a proud Chicana and I can always remember from really young wanting to be of service. So for me, in my very young brain and the interests that I had back in the day, that translated to being a scientist. You know, I always was fascinated by the body and the mind and how we functioned. And so I thought, okay, maybe I'll be a doctor or a nurse or a surgeon or something like that. And so the sciences was where I started to find my way in the world. Uh, and I became a research scientist and spent maybe about, I think it's been about 13, 14 years uh, being in the sciences and, and uh, worked in academia and biotech. It took me up to the Bay Area. I worked in Switzerland and it's been a wonderful gift to be able to explore our physiology in that way, but I never felt really fulfilled by it. There, It always just felt like I was utilizing just a small piece of myself, and I knew there was more, and for the longest time, I just felt really frustrated that I couldn't find what that thing was um, that would really, you know, allow me to, to, to light up uh, and feel fulfilled. And in 2012, I had what I call my spiritual awakening. At that time, uh, I had just come back from Switzerland, from being abroad and working abroad. Um, I had to move back in with my parents. My relationship at the time that I thought was, you know, the one um, ended really chaotically. I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was just, I was at the, I was in a raw, raw place of my life. And in that moment, in those moments, I had an opportunity to see these raw pieces of myself. And because I no longer had distraction, I was able to ask myself real honest questions 
Um, and one of them was, you know, really, what do I want? And who am I really? And who am I as a sexual person coming out of this relationship that was very codependent? Um, and as I started diving more deeply into spiritual practices with becoming a yoga teacher and um, learning Reiki and teaching and learning about mindfulness and becoming a mindfulness practitioner, all of that led me to realize, you know, I'm here for a greater purpose and my purpose is to support people to understand themselves in the way that I had, which is through a spiritual realm. So uh, when I decided, okay, well, maybe I should go back to school. I love learning. So, you know, I was like, I typed in Google science and spirituality. Cause I was like, okay, I got to bring in my science, right? I've been doing this for years, might as well. So then the science and the spiritual Googled it. And this uh, program at Columbia University came up and I was like, okay, you know what? I'm being called. I'm going to apply. I took a big leap of faith. You know, I, I had been out of school for maybe 10 some years at that point. I didn't have any more student loans and I was <laughs> willing to accrue student loans because it, this felt authentic. And I got in um, and I, I met my people and I was able to talk about all of these really beautiful ideas talk about psychology and spirituality and the mind and the body. And during that time I had started to uh, come into a sexual awakening, realizing the uh, interconnectedness of spirit and our sexual expression. And so because of that, in my own practical experience of life, that made me more courageous and more willing to listen to things that felt authentic. So that led me to choose a thesis topic on eroticism and healing. Eroticism, just to kind of give like a, a, an explanation in, a, in the nutshell version, <laughs> is um, basically it's the motion of blossoming that every living thing plants the you know the planet us we all have this erotic energy to become and flourish so it, when you bring that into healing it becomes um it becomes a fully embodied practice of becoming and that led me to where i am today as a holistic pleasure coach pleasure became something that is a practice of being present and listening deeply to the body and allowing the joy uh, of who we are to become a compass, even through the murkiness of healing. And that's where I'm at today. I love what you just said, the compass mm. of healing. And yeah. it's just like, I'm, I was just sitting there and taking it in and that visual that you brought Wow. I'm just like wondering across time and space, this is why technology is so awesome. How many women are going to be sitting here and, and thinking about their compass of healing and they're holding it in their palm right now, metaphorically speaking, and in what direction is it leading them? It's, it's led them here yeah. to this conversation with you and me. And that is just miraculous. I have a uh, acronym that I utilize when I, when I try and depict the energetic propulsion that is involved in healing when you integrate pleasure as part of that. The uh, acronym is the presence, loving energy of awareness, softly unveiling and revealing everything. So pleasure is the softness and the grace of healing. 
that we really do need as we move through the shadow and the, the heaviness that comes from integrating and loving those parts of ourselves that feel dissociated ourselves or where we feel like we're broken. We're not. Pleasure is the light that reminds you of your wholeness. Hannah, every time I'm just lingering, I just like want to juice your words out to get every <laughs> single drop. I'm going to drop a okay. candle in this, girl. <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you uh, to share a creative piece, even though I feel like everything that you just said was just so beautiful. The words were just blooming as you were speaking. I want you to go ahead and take some time and I want you to share whatever you have prepared today with the rest of the sisters listening. Okay, so I do have something that I'd like to share. So what I'm going to be reading right now is from a immersive ritual experience for self-pleasure that I created called All of Me. And this is the first volume in a series of what I believe is probably going to be three uh, different uh, experiential rituals. And this first volume, All of Me, is meant to create intimacy with yourself, predominantly with your body. The body roots us into this earth. We were born into our bodies and our bodies therefore then become not only the vehicle but the expressive tool that our soul and our spirit uses to remind us who we are and to come to learn of our true selves. And so this intimacy with our bodies that we create is the foundation to be able to fully experience the wisdom that comes with self touch, loving self-touch. Um, and so this piece that I'm going to be reading is the uh, second ritual called Seduce the Light. So I'm actually going to be reading the intro of this. At the beginning of each ritual, um, I have a narrative, a personal narrative that I utilize to describe what about pleasure and your body are you learning. And then I'll go into the actual um, the words of the ritual that you would be listening to. So here we go. I've always marched to the beat of my own drum and to a certain extent have had a good sense of myself because of it. But to say that I didn't care about people's opinions of me would be an absolute lie. My reliance on external validation is less on my appearance and much more on what people think of me as a person, specifically my intelligence. When I was younger, for whatever reason, the level of my intelligence was doubted not by family, but by classmates, teachers, or coworkers. For the longest, I had a huge chip on my shoulder, believing I had to prove myself. Needless to say, this was exhausting. In 2012, one of the foundation-shaking realizations I had was much of the success and things that I had were predominantly achieved with fear at the helm of decision-making. And oh, were there levels to that shit. I had feared disappointing my parents, hashtag only child problems. I had feared public scrutiny. I had feared that if I wasn't perfect, my life would fall apart and I'd amount to nothing. I had so badly needed to control my life that I was keeping myself from truly living it. Remembering my wholeness began when I witnessed these parts of myself that I had been unwilling to observe. From this, 
I began forgiving and loving Iane, the little girl who was scared, who needed to control, to be perfect, to feel loved, to feel safe. Now, as I practice making daily decisions from the heart and soul of pleasure, I'm learning to embrace the freedom in relinquishing control, to genuinely trust and believe in myself, and to wholeheartedly know that I am worthy of everything good this life offers just as I am. And so now here is the ritual itself. Awareness, the throne from which we lavish ourselves with love. Wear this crown of observance, priestess, goddess, lover, beloved. Illuminate through your own self-adoration as you survey your body with the naked eye of awareness. You, raw with vulnerability, not of weakness, but of inner wild, gilded by faith. Focus your gaze on your heart space. Slowly take in breath and observe. Notice your body's intuition to create a channel for allowance. Deliberately exhale to heed your body's inclination to slip into softening. The physical disillusion of the moment yielding to the next. This subtle eloquence of presence in your body. Notice each movement conjured together into a garland of truth. Observe how your body expresses in the stillness. An alluring welcome dance into the heart of your being. Inhale and exhale as you embrace yourself. Inhale to feel your fullness expand within your arms and with even more care exhale to feel yourself being held, supported, unashamed, unafraid to absolve yourself. Feel your body's commitment to express, yes, I accept. Behold, beloved, the I that animates your view of reality. What do you see? See beyond the seen, beloved into the felt, into the depths, the richness of your night, the shadow and light of your emotion, the corners and pathways of your mind. Gaze into the break where the soul meets the light and wrap yourself in the warmth of this loving wisdom. Softly draw a smile across your face Lips parted to speak, I am a beauty that is always, yes I am, yes I am, yes I am.
I am a beauty that is all ways. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Spread your arms open wide. Receive the dawn of your joy. Fill your belly with laughter as you rejoice in this moment. I have become a parent. Unimaginable beauty made real. And that's seduced the light. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I was closing my eyes and I was, I muted myself so I could just move freely and I love it. Oh, I mean, I'm just wordless, <laughs> speechless. I'm glad you, I'm glad you were taking it in though and allowing yourself to move. That's, that's the beauty of this ritual and all these rituals that I created for all of me. They're, they're guides for you to feel and move and, and feel freedom in your body because we're told so often from when we're very young to not feel freedom in our body. And that translates out to the freedom that we feel to express creatively and sexually and sensually. So I'm glad that you took that for yourself, girl. Well, thank you. When you're reading this, and I'm sure a lot of the women listening, I'm sure we all had similar experiences, but also different, extremely different experiences. I'm sure some, some people felt uncomfortable or embraced, or maybe they felt a series of emotions throughout your reading. And I just would love if it feels good to you to kind of share what I was going through during your reading, because I was, I was surprised one that I allowed myself to get there, but I, I think because I'm used to you and I, we set our prayer of intention, you know, before we came on the recording and I'm like, okay, just, you know, just flow, allow the, the Holy Spirit to just live within. And during your reading, when you're just talking about how we see ourselves, how to see ourselves as our powerful divine being that we are and the image of our bodies and what our eyes sees, I just saw a picture of myself, um, naked and just looking at myself like you brought us through with the visualization and all of the portions of me that I've scrutinized and deemed unworthy or not good enough or too, you know, this too big or too small or too this or that. And it seems like it's constantly changing. I just started kind of almost laughing to myself because I'm like, this is so crazy. We are not our bodies. Our bodies are the temple in which our spirits live. And this body is just to serve what our purpose and calling is in life. And it was just like a snap of the fingers. I mean, I feel like I could say that to someone and know it before, but now I believe it. Mm. And it just gave me so much freedom. I just felt like the chain just fell right off. And, mm. and so I just wanted to share that experience and say, thank you because it was so powerful. Mm. That's, that's beautiful. And um, I love that you said that you had the visualization of, of, of seeing your body. This is actually, this practice, this ritual is actually meant uh, to be done in front of the mirror um, and to your comfort level to, 
you know, disrobe and really to observe and appreciate your uh, nakedness, right? And not just physical, but energetically and to see yourself, really see yourself. We don't allow ourselves to do that because we have all these facades that we've been told to be or to take on or whatever the case may be. And um, yeah, I mean, the ex- you had such a beautiful experience and I appreciate that. But like you said, some people may feel uncomfortable because it's uncomfortable to see ourselves if we've been told not to or we're unworthy to. Um, but all of the things that arise whatever you're feeling listeners from this experience is what you're supposed to be feeling all none of it should be disregarded all of it is valuable knowledge and wisdom i love that and so i'm just thinking of of the woman who's listening and she's like kind of scoffing like mm-hmm. oh, at the fact of unrobing in front of the mirror or squeezing you know, her belly and repulsed by a certain area of her body that she just, when she thinks it or feels it or sees it in a picture Mm. or whatnot, just feels such disgust and almost rage. Mm. How could you comfort her or walk her through a process in which she knows that you don't need to comfort her, Iane. I don't need to comfort her. Her husband doesn't. The media doesn't. It's within herself. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, the body holds so much emotional memory. And the places that we scoff or ignore or, you know, feel pain in, those are the parts of ourselves that are demanding for us, of us to see them Um, and not demanding in a way that's gruff or masculine, but it's it's saying, love me, have compassion for me. And, you know, with the women that have already been experiencing all of me, and when these things do come up, when parts of the body that have been neglected from feeling like they can love that part of part of themselves, the ask really is to have patience and take time to actually physically touch that space spend time with that part of your body even if it's just looking at it to your comfort level starting to create a relationship that is forgiving is loving and compassionate and even if you have to think of it as someone else as if you're coming into relationship with a new person this is a new part of your body that you're coming into this loving relationship with it requires time and communication so either touching or holding this part of your body or looking at it um, just starting to slowly come into uh, a new relationship with it Um, having patience with yourself first and foremost, a lot of anger can come up and it's okay to feel the anger if you can hold yourself physically in in love um, and have compassion that anger is the predominant feeling right now, but love is your true self and your true essence. I love that. I'm just envisioning it all right now and I'm taking it in. Mm. You've talked about being authentic, and it's a word that came up a few times uh, before we went into your all of me mm-hmm. practice. And just now, when you're talking about, you know, staying in that place of anger and 
and just loving yourself through that Mm -hmm. because there's always that divine love within us. Mm -hmm. How, how is that connected to being authentic and living your authentic self? Well, emotions are energy in motion, right? Uh, That's the, that's the quote that you can that you can see and look up. And there, I think there's a whole documentary uh, about emotions being energy in motion, and being authentic, which is fully expressing, means that you allow yourself to feel angry, feel anxious, feel the pain, feel the joy, feel feel it all. I mean, we, we restrict ourselves from feeling everything, including the joy and not just the pain, because we don't feel worthy of the good. And then the pain, and there's, there's so much to it that we don't want to go there, that we're not allowed to go into the opposite side of that spectrum, which is the joy and the pleasure. And the practice is embracing all of it learning then not to attach to any of it. So when we root, when we practice rooting in the body, feeling what the body is like when we are present in it, it becomes a grounding force that allows us to practice non-attachment when we give ourselves permission to feel all of the spectrum of feelings fully. So I'll give you an example what I've realized for myself when I experience anxiety and overwhelm, especially when it comes to the, the building of my practice, my coaching practice in my business, sometimes I feel really overwhelmed by, one, the joy and the, um, the blessing that it feels like to be in the presence uh, and guiding women through their blossoming, but also just the magnitude of what I believe my impact could be. I get overwhelmed and fearful and anxious. And what I've learned by listening to my body, what that actually is, is the energy of my authentic self coming alive is so much for my body to handle that I feel I can't contain it. When I contain it is when I feel anxious and my, I get heart palpitations and it feels like overwhelm. So what I've learned to respond when I start to feel this feeling in connection to what I'm calling overwhelm is I envision pouring out from my heart just this love and the abundance and all of the energy that feels like overwhelm. I imagine it pouring out of my heart. And I literally squeeze my shoulder blades back and kind of hunker down in my body and open my chest up and just imagine pouring and pouring out and pouring out. And this gives me so much release and relief and it feels like a lightness and a joy starts to come into my body and the anxiety starts to alleviate. So I don't prohibit myself from feeling the anxiety I don't attach to it, but I realize that this emotion is translating into it's calling me to take an action in my body to be able to have it move with greater ease, move out of me with greater ease, to be experienced with greater ease. And that's why we need to create a foundation with our body, a new relationship to it, so we can listen to what our soul needs to be able to then uh, express physically 
and move these emotions. So yeah, does that answer the question? I kind of went into a whole nother, like I channeled and now, now I'm back. <laughs> I'm like, she's back. She's back. No, no, that was perfect because you're just talking about creating this new foundation. So I'm, I know that we're going to have some women who are like, yeah, right on like new foundation. Other people are going to be like, what? Like foundation, you know, it's going to be a little bit over their heads because they're still on the beginning phases of their journey. And so can you, um, continue on with talking about that new relationship with your body and that new foundation and where some woman, one of our sisters listening, she's, she wants to start today. She actually wants to start right now because she's listening to this and it couldn't be a more perfect timing. So how can you guide her on starting right now? So I think the, one of the greatest tools that we have and the most underestimated is our breath. And I was talking to someone the other day and I was talking to her about an experience that I had with, you know, deepening my breath and, and how uh, grounding in my body that is. And she's like, you know, I really didn't even realize that. I mean, I'm sure I take breaths to help reset my system. You know, sometimes just like the, ah, the natural breaths that you, breaths that you take. She's like, but I don't even consciously, like, I don't, I don't actively choose to do it. So for the woman who's looking to learn how to ground in her body, create a new foundation with her body, start to actively engage your breath, which means several times a day, maybe setting a timer uh, at the, in the morning, in the night, maybe you use your shower time, maybe when you're driving, really listen and feel your breath. So on your inhale, really starting to feel the sensuality, getting into the body means you're really using your senses. So as you're inhaling, feeling the coolness of the air in your nostrils and as it coats your throat, feeling your chest open up, letting your belly open. And as you exhale, feeling the heat come out of your body, your body kind of slightly contract. So the breath moves the body. The breath, the, the practice of breathing, pranayama, means you're moving prana. Prana is life force. This life force is like the energy that enlivens us. And that's what our breath is. The breath motivates movements in the body. And when we tap into what the breath feels like, sensually using our senses and describing the feeling of it in our body, we start to what's called root in the body. There's so many experiences in our life that take us away from not even feeling our breath or feeling much of anything in the body. So when we begin, when we start to use our senses to engage with the body, that's what we call grounding and rooting. And that's how you start to create a new relationship to it and with it. So the breath is, is like the very, very like, you know, doorway to all of that. I love that description. I feel like it just brought us full circle going back to how you're speaking about emotions and how emotions are energy emotion. And you just got done speaking about how breathing, it moves that energy. Um, it moves those emotions out. And at the same time, it's grounding it's grounding us. And I, and I realized that when you talked about, talk about how we do that breath, like, ah, I find myself like 
breathing like that, if there's like a lot of intensity or anxiety, anxiousness that I have going on, especially um, having two young boys, I, I feel myself going, like exhaling it and letting it go. Um, and my son will be like, mommy, what's wrong? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just releasing energy and breathing. <laughs> but um, but I, I also love that visualization you gave us about feeling that overwhelm, like so many emotions going on. And like, I almost picture myself like throwing my hands back, palms forward by my sides, squeezing my shoulder blades back, opening my chest to the sky and like tilting my head slightly back and just exhaling out as I see all of those emotions pouring from my heart. And mm -hmm. the part of that visualization that I also love is not just it pouring out and, and leaving, but also that it's leaving from our heart. It's leaving from a place of love. Why is that so important? I mean, the heart itself has a frequency that is it produces a frequency that extends that they've measured this. It extends like, I don't know, something like six feet outside of your, your actual physical body. Um, it holds such great electromagnetic energy and that's just the physical, but, and then you, you look at the chakras, it's the fulcrum between the physical self and the spiritual self. Um, the heart is is like literally a physical representation of our natural essence, which is love. And love is absolutely healing. I mean, forgiveness and compassion, all of these things that we bring into the healing space are all rooted in love. Yes, I agree. I always say God is love and love is God. And that's the higher power is when we can get into that heart space into that divine love you'll feel when you walk past someone for example this morning my son and I were going on a walk well, I had the baby on my back and then Quincy and I were walking and we were passing this gentleman and he was loading boxes into the back of his car and Quincy being the inquisitive little boy and um, outgoing little boy that he is he goes um, excuse me uh, sir what are you doing and he goes oh I'm moving boxes and then we strike up a conversation and I ask him how he's doing amidst this whole um, COVID pandemic and he's like I'm doing good you know he's smiling and you know I'm telling him I'm grateful because my husband still has his job and he said yep I'm grateful I have my job too and we left and we walked away and Quincy's like oh that just feels really good wow it's so that was so nice and and that's Quincy as a five-year-old just picking up on that space of love and I said Quincy that feels like love that's God God is love and love is God and they're interchangeable and and right now I you know through time and space this is why I always say why I love the technology of the internet and being able to archive conversations is because um, love transcends over time and there is a woman or all of our sisters who are listening now who can use a prayer um, of love right now or a prayer of intention for moving forward because no matter where we are in our journey there are always going to be those um, tumultuous encounters and so I'm going to leave it to you for a prayer for that woman okay all right so let's take a moment then to just take a moment to readjust yourself to find a, a more settled seat to find stillness and closing your eyes, taking a deep inhale through the nose, 
And open mouth, exhale, ah, sigh of release. Inhale through the nose, all the way to the top of your head, shoulders away from the ears, and exhale. Ah. One last time, inhale through the nose. Really savor the breath. An audible open mouth exhale. Oh, feels so good. Sealing the lips and bringing your attention to your heart. And maybe even placing your palms over your heart to touch yourself physically in the space and center of love. And as you continue to inhale and exhale, feeling the rise and fall and beat and rhythm of this house of love, your body. This body that has carried you, that beats and breathes and lives, loves you. And as you hold your heart in your palms, feel warmth, a light emanating from your heart space. Really feel the energy pulsate in your palms. And feel almost like you can grab this energy. Materialized. And as it does, draw that love up to your third eye in between your brows. Your center of intuition. Here, love and intuition are united. You are the essence of love. You are constantly moving through this world tied to love. From love you live, you breathe. Your intuition speaks to you through your body and know that your intuition speaks from the source of you, from love. Trust. Trust this wisdom. Trust this truth. Trust yourself. And drawing your hands filled with love and intuition down to your throat. This space of expression and vibration. The universe was created by sound. You are no different. To vocalize and speak intuitively from love, that is your truth and your creative power. Hold this truth in your hands, this wisdom. 
as you draw all of this energy back down to your heart. Take a deep inhale to savor all of this knowledge. And audible open mouth exhale to release all of this love back out into union with the universe. Inhale to take it all in, in this beautiful cyclical wisdom, this union. And exhale to release and reunite with source. One last round of breath. Give gratitude for this dynamic stillness. Feeling and grounding in yourself, in your truth. And beginning to cultivate trust that what you speak and what you create is true, is worthy, is valuable. When you're ready, flutter your eyes open. May you be blessed. That was beautiful. Thank you so much for joining me today. I cannot think of a better way to transition into my evening. Yane, I just love you so much. Love you too, girl. Thank you so much for all that you do and the way that you create community. I absolutely am in awe of it and the way that you tell stories and support others to speak their stories. And um, it's just such a blessing to know you and uh, such a blessing to join you on this platform and to be able to speak to those out there who are open and uh, willing to listen. Thank you. Thanks, sis, for joining us today on Stars at Dawn podcast. In case you were vibing big time with my girl Iane, I wanted to let you know you can interact with her on her Instagram at onethreadcoaching or visit her website, theonethread.com. And did we forget to mention her podcast series, The Pleasure Revolution Podcast? Make sure to check it out. All links will be in the show notes below. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Until next time, may you shine your light on the world around you. Love you, sis.